2: Hey, this is Annie. I am Samantha. (laughs) (laughs) And welcome to Stuff Mom Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. That's what I call a cold open when I surprise somebody and just start. You just start and I start laughing. I'm like, what just happened? All right, I great. I give no warning. I used to do that when I was a producer. And I'd get my <laughs> finger like way up in the air and go, three to one, And I'd press the button and they'd panic. You get good reactions out of people. You do. That's or just a giggle. Just a giggle. Nonsense, that's still, that's still a giggle. Um. So as we record this episode... I am Samantha. Um, we have just wrapped up Dragon Con, which I call my biggest party of the year, and it is a five day marathon. Legit. I don't know if it's just a marathon. It sounds like a sprint for five days long because it was not slow rolling. It's a sprint slat, it's a sprinting marathon. Oh. There's no sleep. I think on average this year, I got I got three to four hours a night, which actually isn't that different from the normal for me. But it's still like you, you add in the walking and the drinking all day and the costumes and <laughs> just the stimulation.
3: Uh, yeah, that was a lot. Uh, I had to have a three-day recovery and I actually only stayed out with you one night out of the mm-hmm. three days that I attended. Like I was there during the day. Well, actually one day I didn't see you at all, but I got to see a lot of fatigue. <laughs> things. Sorry <laughs> about that. <laughs> but the one night I'm like, yeah, I'll stay out with you. I think I stayed out with you one night till 11 and the next time I was like, I actually still at three. We yes. actually went to Waffle House. Oh, did you? Yeah, nice. No, that's all we did. And, um, and i've discovered after you know my, my life in the department of family and Children's services i can't do that anymore like i can't do all nighters it i also got sick and apparently that's a thing that happens because all, yep. all the germy people that that want to high five me and i was stupidly people in that one space I was stupid enough like, yeah let me give you a high five i'm cool i mm-hmm. i'm not cool i'll never do that again don't touch me you, next year, if you come, you should go as the con <laughs> you know, I think I'll just be unhappy. How about that? No, no, I'm like this year was my first year, and it was overwhelming, mm-hmm. and i'm like i was I was not prepared not no matter how much you told me. I've been to the parade, still was not prepared.
2: I watched the entire parade with um our boss next to me and <laughs> yes. didn't realize until the very end, and I was racking my brain frantically for what was I saying while he Were was you dressed right up, yeah, okay. Maybe but that's why he very didn't a distinct answer. voice. And we were right next. We were but literally sure, touching arms. I'm sure it was like also very loud. Oh, I hope he doesn't listen to this. He definitely doesn't.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then you get an email. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that was
2: interesting. Yes. Well, I hope you had it. Some amount of fun.
3: I mean, like I said, I was very entertained. And and we had this whole plan that I was going to go and Mm -hmm. interview people. I got one interview, by the way. Yeah. Interview people and talk to women and heap a tally. That did not happen. I was trying to figure out how not to be touched. Mm (laughs) (laughs) Fair. <laughs> and had to hide away. Mm-hmm. Like I, I and, and don't get me wrong, when I finally found a spot where I could just sit and yeah. stand, it was wonderful mm. like to watch and, and see so many people having so much fun yeah. being creative. Mm-hmm. But trying to navigate myself out of that situation.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I a lot of I had a really good time this year and a lot of people would be like, Wow, look at you, you're so drunk and I'm like, No, I'm just really happy. Like but like even in the morning before right. there's been any alcohol. You were definitely smiley. I was having a great time, Um, and I did. I only counted in my personal experience two creepers, which is pretty good. I know I heard from other friends about other creepers, but in my experience, you actually missed. Right after you left that night, you stayed till three a.m. We went to a different party. Oh, what party did you go to? Oh, did you go to the big one? The secret party.
3: I was thinking about it, but I'm like, I I need to food. Mm -hmm. And that that last party we went to, the last party on Alderon, it wasn't great. No, they often aren't.
2: No yeah. offense to anyone who organizes them. It's just the nature of having yeah. a bunch of nerds.
3: Yeah. And like I'm not a big E D. M fan. Yeah. That, Although yeah. Uh, my friend Joe took some really great videos. Oh, the dance circle. The the dance circle. Yes. There's one of is it um Harlequin? comic character she's yeah. dancing and you see Jesus with his rainbow jaw yeah. staring in awe gay Jesus well loved I loved it.
2: gay Jesus when he that one dude fell over and he got over gay Jesus got over him and like rose him <laughs> from the dead <laughs> that was awesome and that was when you disappeared and you were like I don't know where Annie went <laughs> I was just bopping about I was still there you were dancing terribly but I was dancing. Hey, enjoy life. I I was. I was living my best life. But this whole episode isn't going to be a recap on Dragon Con. It's about sleep because there was none to be had at Dragon Con. And it, I personally have so much trouble sleeping. It is probably one of the biggest drivers of my life of like the trouble I get into, the the way I behave. Um I, the, the amount of thought I put into how am I going to sleep tonight? I I don't even want to calculate how much I dedicate to that. It actually depresses me. I've tried all the tricks. I stopped looking at my phone around 9 p.m. Not always, but most nights. I do stretches. I count by odd numbers, and I've gotten up to 3,000-something before I've said, you know, this isn't working for me. Uh, I've tried various medications. No caffeine, no alcohol, um, and I have the exact opposite schedule most people expect and that I usually fall asleep around 11 p.m., but then I'm up by 1 a.m. and I maybe fall back asleep around 5 a.m. and get up at 7 a.m. It's pretty miserable.
3: Yeah. And um, you and my friend, uh, my other coworker, she's the same way because she'll go to bed about 9 or 10, mm-hmm. wake up about 2, stay up, and stay up. Yeah. And I'm just going, how do you function like that? I... I almost die if I don't get at least six hours. And that, I'm still struggling. Yeah. But I do have that sweet spot. If I get too much sleep, I'm done. Mm-hmm. So I have to stop. Yeah, there's yeah, like a window. It's a weird window. Mm-hmm. So if I get too little, I'm a mess. If I get too much, I'm just as much of a mess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I don't have that struggle. That And I'm like, and I'm in awe that <laughs> you guys are standing in as chipper as you are.
2: It's something I've had to learn that uh people need sleep more than I do and people need food more than I do and this is just a stage because I've been the opposite <laughs> that was true because during Dragon con
3: at one point I think it was me and your other friend Katie both of us were like I'm hungry they don't eat do they we're gonna have to stop them because I need food
2: <laughs> yeah that that actually our our last night at dragon con that you you were sick by this point yeah but um we had a wonderful time but um I wasn't intending on getting food and they Then didn't, and they got very, very drunk. (laughs) Very drunk, and I was like, maybe we should get some pizza because I was afraid the sickness going down.
3: Oh, I'm old enough to know my limits, and I I enjoy food way too much. No, that's good. And I'm like, "Um, if I don't do this, these are the things I'm going to regret later. That is what I've had
2: to learn. (laughs) I've had to grow. (laughs) Um, But I I I used to have the inverse problem of this whole thing where I, I slept essentially all day when given the option, and I struggled to get out of bed. There was even discussion from my doctor that I might have chronic fatigue syndrome. It was very bad. Um, and we've talked about before in past episodes about how sleep is a privilege, unfortunately. When you have multiple jobs, kids, no cars, for example, you're not going to be getting much sleep. Right. And disclaimer! The science of sleep is very incomplete and very much ongoing, and as per usual, a lot of studies until recently only looked at men. In 2013, the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, released the first sex-specific guidelines for a drug ever, and it was for Ambien after it was discovered uh, women metabolized the medication more slowly than men do. So, lots of work to be done. But... To start with, sleep is incredibly important. It impacts physical and mental health as well as job performance and social and family life. Sleep deprivation actually shrinks part of our brains and leads to poor decision-making, difficulty forming new memories, and controlling emotions and risk evaluation. It takes up more of our time than any other activity. But only 30% of Americans are getting the recommended amount of sleep. And 40 million Americans struggle with sleep disorders. And it affects women more than men. And actually,
3: this has affected people in driving. Yeah. There's, it's been a big cause of death for um, that very reason, lack of sleep the mm-hmm. sleep deprivation. I know we talked about that, has been talked about with like truck drivers and such, mm-hmm. and it, how dangerous it is. I remember being without sleep and feeling like I was
2: drunk. Well, yeah, and the Mythbusters... Have done. They. I remember they did an episode where they compared drunk driving to right. sleep deprivation while driving, <laughs> and they found that they were equally bad. Don't do either. Right. I'm not saying. <laughs> Please get an Uber. Uh, yes. Or um. And I know, like, with some train accidents we've had. Right. This has come up of the lack of sleep, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay,
3: for some quick comparison between sexes, more than a quarter of women, 28%, while men, 25%, sleep talk. Oh. I do that. Um, 60%... I usually speak in Korean, too. Do you? Yeah, it's weird. Oh, that's interesting. That's what people say. They're like, I don't know what language you're speaking. Maybe it's just mumbles. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, 60% more women, 16%, than men, which is only 10%, have night terrors. Uh Ooh. And, of course, the whole ordeal of keeping up with the current needs...
2: Jobs, children, all that, thats differentiates between male and female as well. Mm-hmm. And these are modern times. Working late or odd hours is more common than ever, uh, whether it's the gig economy or people working in international markets. Um, we're more regularly having irregular sleep and are more likely to make poor decisions because of it. According to the National Sleep Foundation, the average person needs seven to nine hours of sleep, but the average woman aged 30 to 60 only gets six and a half hours during the work week. Nearly one in two women wake up not feeling well-rested four times or more a week, one report found. Some studies find women sleep more than men, but the quality of men's sleep is better. Some male respondents reported feeling childish for having a, quote, bedtime, whereas more women reported being aware of the health benefits of getting a good night's sleep. Some researchers suspect that a fear of being seen as less masculine leads men to report artificially lower sleep times. Wow. So a
3: month-long study found that women's circadian cycles, the system that naturally governs sleeping and waking times, are earlier than men's, meaning we typically fall asleep earlier, but we also wake earlier, and
2: it still takes us longer to fall asleep. Mm Mm-hmm. Postmenopausal women reported more difficulty sleeping than pre-menopausal women. Amount of sleep isn't the only thing that matters either. The quality of sleep, like we mentioned before, is very important as well. And for women, things like menstrual cycle, pregnancy, and menopause can impact that. And some other things that can impact quality... A 2002 poll found that 63% of women reported experiencing insomnia at least a couple of times a week compared to 54% of men. Now, I'm really glad I looked this up because I thought insomnia, probably because of that movie with Al Pacino or whoever was in it, Robert, <laughs> Robert Williams, Dino? maybe. But I thought oh. it meant you never slept. Oh, Never. No, now, um, it just can encompass everything from trouble falling asleep, staying asleep, um, Waking up too early and not being able to go back to sleep, it's a lot of different things. Apart from the biological factors we mentioned, there are possible treatable root causes to this, like anxiety or depression. Chronic sleep deprivation can also lead to or contribute to depression, especially for young women. One study found that women
3: are more likely to suffer from nocturnal sleep-related eating disorders, or NSRED.
2: This is when you eat at night when you appear to be asleep. More women than men report restless leg syndrome, and researchers think sleep apnea is underdiagnosed in women, which is thought to be more common in men, although the number of women experiencing it does go up after menopause. And one reason it might be underdiagnosed is... Again, it's never really been studied in women, and doctors are learning the symptoms present differently. This is frightening because sleep apnea is more likely to cause heart failure and death in women.
3: Another study found that 58% of women reported experiencing pain during the night compared
2: to the 48% of men. Among shift workers, and these are people who work non-traditional hours, women experience more disrupted sleep compared to men. A study found that over a three-year period, female shift workers had a 60% higher risk of developing breast cancer. They also frequently report irregular periods, more difficulty getting pregnant, and more miscarriages.
3: Also, women are more at risk of developing other
2: health problems from sleep deprivation too, like type 2 diabetes, hypertension, and heart disease. Artificial light present in the room when trying to sleep like a television has been associated with weight gain in women. Male snoring is more likely than female snoring to lead partners going to go to sleep in different bedrooms. My grandmother used to snore so loudly that my grandfather would go to sleep an hour earlier than her to try to fall asleep before she did.
3: My mother somehow can sleep with my father, and I could hear my father in, like, downstairs to the corner room. Yeah. And I'm I'm thinking, how... It can be really impressive. It is really impressive. Apparently, it's also a comfort thing, too, now for my mom. Yeah. And she doesn't sleep as well without it. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, it's super weird to me. I'll, I'm like, this would drive me crazy, and I'm going to kick someone out of bed.
2: This That reminds me of the quote from Scrubs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, now I can't. I, I used to hate it, her snoring, and now, now I can't. I can't sleep without it. Mm-hmm. Um, since a lot of you love dogs. Me. Yep. Thought I'd include this. A recent study found women sleep better next to dogs than their partners. And something this has to do with the schedule. Having a dog keeps you on, like getting up to feed it or walk it. Um, my dog, Busy spelled with an ey because i was being all all about myself like it um she slept in my bed when i was a kid and it did not help me sleep but i had a twin bed and she was a big dog some nights i slept on the floor and let her have the bed wow but i did love her and she was my dog so my parents were like she if she's sleeping in a bed she's sleeping in your bed that's fair and
3: i actually prefer my dog Peaches to sleep Mm -hmm. with me as well I think it's just that comfort of knowing someone's on that bed Mm -hmm. But she is also the worst When she decides that she wants to move around In the middle of the night and I can feel every bounce Yeah Um, I try to cuddle her She's a hot dog, she doesn't like me touching her But I like it (laughs) Peaches, you're just gonna
2: have to deal I, I I tell her that a lot I'm like, you're my dog I feed you. You have to let me hold you. (laughs) (laughs) That's just how it is. Sleep deprivation causes an increase in risky behavior in men and a decrease in women, both of which can be bad, actually, depending on the situation. So they were looking in particular at, um, like, if you're working, like, the stock market, maybe um, either one could be bad because if you're unwilling to take the risk that you normally would, you could lose out on something potentially really good. But then... And the flip side of it, if you're taking more risks than you normally would, that could also be bad. Right. Um, also, after losing sleep, women become more selfish than men. I'm just wondering if it's being selfish is just actually caring for yourself. Yeah. I would, I would be interested to know. <laughs> more science is needed. Um, but right now, an ad break is needed. What? We'll be right back. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. And we're back. Mm-hmm. All right. So on top of all these things we've been talking about, recent studies do suggest that women need more sleep than men, about 20 minutes more. And they think, the researchers think, that this is because on average women use more mental energy, multitasking throughout the day. And on top of that, sleep deprivation hits women harder than men. Going back to shift workers, some scientists speculate this is why female night shifters are more likely to get injured on the job and that it impacts cognitive ability of teenage girls more than when compared to teenage boys. Other studies found mixed results, instead concluding that women perform better while dealing with mild keyword, mild sleep deprivation, they also bounced back after restorative sleep to a much higher degree than men did. But the difference may be the in the, the level and frequency of sleep deprivation.
3: And another study found that all-nighters had a more adverse impact on women. The authors of that one were quick to emphasize that more research was needed and that their study sample was really small.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Another study we wanted to mention (laughs) found that sleep-deprived men were more likely to perceive interest and sexual interest from women. (laughs) Scientists think this could lead to making sexual decisions you may later regret and outcomes like sexual harassment, unplanned pregnancies, and STIs. I feel like when I'm tired, I think no one is interested in me. I think when I'm tired, I'm just like, "Don't touch me." So therefore, the I
3: know, interest like, is not Please "Don't
2: look like, this way." <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> "Don't interact." I don't have the energy. Right. I'm like, "Let's not talk. Mm-hmm. Let's not touch. Let's not look at each other." I definitely. Yeah, I can't imagine. I don't think I've ever perceived more interest when I was tired no. ever. No. <laughs> Almost three out of ten women report using some sort of sleep aid a couple of times a week. So. Why do women struggle more with getting a good night's rest as compared to men? Researchers aren't sure, but they suspect it's a combination of hormones and societal expectations that we place on women and women place on themselves, um, who are more often caregivers, both of children and aging guardians, um, doing more housework on top of having a job, higher overall levels of stress in general. Some of it goes back to the stuff we talked about in our Impossible Goals episode. So these, yeah, these high expectations, we're always thinking, what else? I got to go do this. I got to go do this. I got to do this. And it's really hard to sleep. I can speak from experience when your brain is thinking of all the things you could be doing and in your in your mind should be doing yeah, rather what than what you're sleep. not doing. Exactly. exactly. Like this seems like a waste when I have all of this stuff to do. I really right. had to try to reframe how I viewed sleep because I saw it as a waste. It's
3: yeah. definitely not a waste. Yeah, I've done that too. But in, um, So, in 2018, the American Time Use Survey found that women are working longer hours at the expense of their social lives, relaxation time, and sleep. And on average, men reported having an hour more downtime than women. Both men and women reported sleeping less than just about ever since we started keeping track of that sort of thing.
2: Yeah, pretty much... Of all of our historical records, we are at a historic low when it comes to how much sleep we're, we're getting.
3: I wonder if part of that is because now we can actually track it with all of our little fitness apps and such.
2: Yeah, that's true. I wonder how they—it was probably self-reported. Right. They've been keeping this data for a long time, but right. I'm sure it was self-reported, and that there's always an issue with reliability right. when it comes to that.
3: And then at the same time, the watches and all of those Fitbits and such, I know they actually try— I don't know how, calculate deep sleep yeah. versus, you know, all of those types of things and
2: I wonder if that causes a different level. I feel like that would stress me out. I used to treat sleep as like, okay, here we go. We're going to sleep now and then it wouldn't happen. I'd be so mad at myself. Right. And I feel like if I had one of those watches, I'd just be stressed about it.
3: Right. I had one for a little while but I think it was pretty inaccurate so I didn't cling to it too much But I'm, mm-hmm. and I would wake up and be like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs>
2: Eh, I don't know about that one. Like, depending on (laughs) if you believe the result or not. Rather than gender, work hours, both paid and unpaid, and changes in life stages from childbirth to menopause seem to have the most impact on men when it comes to changes in sleep. The consensus as of now, again, is men sleep less but better, and not by drastically much less than women who have a much bigger gap when it comes to lack of leisure time and interrupted sleep due to some type of caregiving. So, I don't know. I was hoping that I would come out of this with... The answer? <laughs> yes. You wanted the this is a, this answer? This was me search. It was yes. me search. We do have some tips. But first, we have one more quick break for a word from our sponsor.
3: This episode is brought to you by Snagajob.
0: happy pride from tomboy x we just dropped our pride 24 collection queer founded queer run and creating size and gender inclusive underwear swimwear and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin visit tomboyx.com to shop america we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights life liberty and the pursuit of happiness at grand canyon university we believe in equal opportunity And the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.
2: And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Oh, hi. Hello. And we're back with tips, but oh, I would love if listeners could send in their tips. So the ones I found, the big ones, were having a regular bed and wake time. Like children! Um, I feel like I... See, I'm already getting frustrated because I feel like I do all of this stuff. Right. Okay. But anyway, okay. Have, doing that, not doing anything outside of sleep in your bed. Okay. So this is one I've struggled with because if I wake up at 1 a.m., I have the thought, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll fall back asleep. But according to most things I read, I should just get out of bed and wait until I get tired again and then get back in bed and try again. (laughs) So those are some. Exercising in the morning. Again, I do that. I do that. Mm -hmm. So
3: I found, for me, sometimes meditation works. Uh I I use the sleep meditation app sometimes. and does Mm -hmm. the relaxation of the body type of thing. Um, Or if you're like me, I love naps, but because it does disrupt my actual being able to fall asleep. I've done less. Mm -hmm. And actually, I've had a harder time in waking up within like a 30-minute span. It ends up being like a three-hour nap, so I can't do that anymore. Uh Uh, Maybe taking a relaxing bath before. Mm -hmm. Or maybe a warm shower Uh with a little lavender. Have you seen those um, scent things that you can put in your shower and it heats up? Oh, sure. Maybe that'll help. Uh Um, If you can afford it, look at the mattress you're using. And for me, I need a new mattress for sure. I was really hoping that I would get a free one. I'm not going to lie. A sponsorship Um, may come, Samantha. I'm still waiting. (laughs) Such a spoiled thing to say. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, like that actually does affect you a lot. And I was thinking about, like,
2: old school adages, so, like, you are talking about counting. Yeah. Counting sheep. You're supposed to count odd numbers because even numbers is too easy. It needs to be something slightly... So your mind can't like, wander. I feel like that's too much. Like, I would concentrate too hard and get frustrated if I messed up. Well, that's you, Samantha. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> um,
3: and then, like, the warm milk type of thing. Yeah. Or yeah. hot cocoa getting in. A little yeah. bit of reading.
2: Yeah, I've heard... Um, Reading is a good one, and then the room temperature, if you can keep it around, like, 69, 70, I think, degrees Fahrenheit. Um, that's
3: a rich person number. <laughs> is it?
2: My, my my place is definitely not that. Maybe that's—in uh, the summer sleep is out though, window. <laughs> Maybe that's a Georgia rich, rich person number. <laughs> I was surprised when I saw it. I was like, really? <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> I like it cool. But, but wow. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the number, though. Yeah. Um, and then uh, less caffeine and or alcohol. So I stop drinking caffeine at noon now. I used to go to two because I've heard it's three p.m. Right. is the cutoff. But I have I stop at noon now. Nice. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> if you can't afford it, if it is a big problem in your life, you can go see a professional who might be able to prescribe medication or cognitive behavioral therapy. Right. Keep keeping a sleep diary. Um, so if you notice any patterns, I, this night I slept well, what did you do that day?
3: I know people also talk about melatonin. Um, I say that cautiously because right. there are a lot of unknowns to that. Yeah. Um, and then there's different forms and, and it helps some people. It doesn't help some people. Yeah. For me, I actually do like it. I like the little chocolate ones, and oh. they, they, They're like, I mean, it's really minuscule because they're one per thing so you can measure out how much you want and how little you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but it... it I don't know. I know it has been used for many of our adolescents Mm -hmm. instead of trying to prescribe them some kind of actual medication, medication. so
2: Yeah, and I have friends who swear by sleepy
3: time tea. Yeah. I used to love that stuff. Not because it makes me sleepy, because I just love the
2: taste of it. I unfortunately am. I don't think I'm allergic, but I can't drink tea. Tea at all? Yeah. I will feel miserable. Interesting. Yep. Tea and mint. Knew about the mint and all types of other things. I don't want to reveal all my other <laughs> allergies. <laughs> I don't know why I'm suspicious that someone's going to attack. If someone's going to get throw you. mint at me. <laughs> I immediately became very concerned. <laughs>
3: Well, well, this has become a very good insight in your life. I, I feel like
2: I've revealed a lot about you myself. Have. I liked it. Uh, maybe I'm sleep deprived. I <laughs> need to go <laughs> get some more sleep. But in the meantime, yes, please, listeners, if you have any tips or experience in sleeping or any any kind of sleep thoughts or dream thoughts, ooh, dreams, we okay. didn't even get to talk about that, oh. Um please, send them our way. You can email us at stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stuffmomnevertoldyou. Thanks as always to our super producer who has disappeared, but he's, he'll be back. He's back. Andrew Howard. Thank you, boo. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff Mom Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.